Good morning, Rabbi Sai. We're back in Chicago, live in that solid building. And I, before I start this year, I just want to put this out there for the parents. There, if there are any children watching, today's shear happens to have a little bit of an adult theme at the end. So take it as it is. It's Tyra, but I just wanted to throw that out there. I uh, want to read a couple of emails here. The first one is by Yudha Steng. S-T-E-N-G-E. I don't know how to pronounce it exactly. First of all, thank you for your amazing shurim. You give every day, even now on vacation. It's not always easy. Really appreciate it. I was very excited to see that the shear is now in the Chicago at Sully Building, which was dedicated in honor of my grandparents, Nathan and Leah Averick. Being there, thanks again, Yudha Steng. RBS. In the picture, me by the building in summer 2021. Here he is by the building. And then I received many, many of these. So I just want to read one and say thank you to everybody for sending in their emails. Mazel tov on your new granddaughter. Much nachas from her. Love your shir. Mickey, Mickey Aboff. Her name is Rivka Bela. And they're going to be calling her Rayleigh. Rivka Bailey, Rayleigh. And finally... This one is Hashgacha uh, Pratis email by Shmuli Soroka, Toronto, Canada. It's complete quiet here, right? Thank you. Thank you so much for your amazing share. Joining with the Yavamis, and you make it so interesting with a clear sense of humor and energy. I want to share with you an amazing Hashgacha Pratis. I'm a teacher here in Toronto. Yesterday I was learning with my class, Parsik Doishin. We're discussing the mitzvah of Neiver, Lysita Michshol, and Rashi. That the Torah is referring to giving bad advice, like when your friend is in a tough spot, don't sell him your donkey in exchange for your field. Because cars always appreciate in value and property always goes up in value. What's frozen? Zoom is frozen. Okay. There's nothing I can do. Maybe they should all go to YouTube. It's not frozen here in Chicago. Later yesterday evening, I'm preparing a partial workshop for my class. Though I clear a dilemma for them to discuss. I take a break to listen to your shear and seemingly out of nowhere. Sorry, tell the story of the guy who wants to sell you the apartments for $16,000 because he tells you property always goes down in value. I cannot believe it. It's exactly what I was discussing with my students earlier that day. Your story is my halachic dilemma for them to discuss. Do you have an obligation to tell the guy he's making a mistake? Can I ask you, how would you explain to them that what you did was permitted minat Torah. What about Lefneiver? I'm thinking the Torah supports capital markets and Lefneiver is to make sure Jews don't get ripped off. Like not charging interest. Curious though, what you would answer my students. Thanks so much. Shmuli Soroka, Toronto, Canada. All right, ask your local Rav. I have no idea what you're talking about, but okay. This is a, ain't no Yehudi. Ask me for a price. He named the price on his property and I agreed to the price. Why is that Lefneiver? I don't understand this dilemma exactly. He's saying that if somebody's in a bad, tight spot and they're selling off something because he's in a bad position, I hear that's Lefnaiver. But the guy was not in a, the guy was free to do whatever he wants, free to charge whatever he wants, and he decided that's the value of his property. I don't know that there's an issue. Ask your local rabbi. With that being said, Rabbi Sai, we have Hmm. All right, Rabbi Sai, here we are. 
little bit of a delay. Tonight's sponsors, or today's sponsors, Paris HaChodesh for the Koilo, is Mr. Anonymous Chos of Hill Ben Dino Rivko Basfego, the Shibizoychaz Tezeresh HaKayoma. Paris HaChodesh, friends and family, Rufur Shlema, for Yaakov Yehuda Ben Gittel. Paris HaChodesh, Bressler, Austin, Rosenberg, Shulman, and Tobias families, the Chos Rufur Shlema, for Rosh Yeshiva, Ravi Yisrael, Mayor David Ben Yochevet Druk Shlita. Paris HaChodesh, by the Lach and Lebovic families, Lakewood, New Jersey, because Torah is the best gula. Paris HaChodesh, Chodesh Nisan, sponsored by Yoyli, leading to Dov Pinchas Ben Moshe, Shalom, Lim Shemuchom, El Chayev, from Abbas, Dov Pinchas, Alea Shalom, Shemuchil, Shrago, Ben Avram, Alevi, Alea Shalom. Paris HaChodesh, Aaron Framel, Schos, Parnosan, Siat, Shmai, and continue as love to rebelli. By Josh Itzkowitz, in honor of my marriage tonight, to Devorah Cohen. What's that? Not tonight, Matzah Shabbos. Sunday? Yeah. Mazel tov to the entire Cohen clan. Again, Josh Itzkowitz in honor of my marriage tonight to Dvor Cohen. Unbelievable. Lil Nishmas Mirenu, Rav Agoyin, Rav Meir Scheinberg, Zechet Tzadik, Kodesh Lebrocha, Rav Meir, Ben Rav Shmuel, Rav Boisai, here we go. Hopefully, how's it going, Mark? Kacha, kacha? All right, still we have low systems, low resources. And this has to be browsed by individual thing. Okay, that's maybe part of the problem. Okay. So, here we are. Dafla Medalad on the top. Yesterday, we had this very interesting story in the Mishnah. I'm going to see, was it a true story? Not such a true story. But what happened was, we had two brothers who married two sisters. And there was... A situation where the brides got confused and the brothers were over on four different Isurim. All in one shot. So we have it over here if you look at the screen. So we have Ruvain got married. He got married to Rachel. And as soon as he marries Rachel, what happens to Rachel? Rachel becomes an Eshesish. Comes an Eshesish. And at the same time, she also becomes an Eshesach. So Yehuda cannot marry Rachel for two reasons. A, she's an Eshes-ish, and she's also an Eshesach. You go to the next slide. Then, Yehuda gets married to her sister Leah. At that point, once Yehuda gets married to, to Leah, so Rachel has another Isser. Called Achoisisha. Now that, Rabbi Yisai, if you look in the bottom of the screen, it tells you that that's called the Isser Kailo. Why? Because Yehuda is already Aser to Rachel. There's no bigger Isser in Rachel. Nothing happened more to Rachel. Rachel was Aser before because she was an Eshazach and an and Eshazish. There's another Isser, a general Isser called Achoisisha. It's also because that Isser of Achoisisha also applies to other women, to the other sisters. So it's an Isser Kail. There's other Isurim going on here. Yehuda's now Aser because he married Leah. He's Aser now to Batya and to Yochevet and to Rachel because of Achoisisha. In other words, if you look at it in another way, Let's say Reuven wasn't even married to Rachel. 
Rachel would still be Aser to, to Yehuda because of Achais Isha. So that's what, that's what Isra Kail does. It doesn't add any Isra to it. It's like eating Nevela Yom Kippur. The Nevela is 100% Aser. Now you add Yom Kippur to it, you didn't do anything. It's Aser to eat this food. But if you would remove the Nevela, let's say you'd pretend that the Nevela is 100% kosher, it has the best Aksher in the world, but it happens to be it's Yom Kippur today. So you can't eat it anyway. So it says, Yom Kippur asers all the food in the world. Similar to here, Achaisisha asers all the sisters in the world of this woman, including Rachel. So it's not adding any Isser. It's not an additional Isser. She didn't become more Aser, Aser Bahana, let's say, as we're going to see soon, that sometimes you add to the Avera. The Avera is small, and you add to it, you make it larger, you make it more Aser. More Aser Bahana. That's Isser Moisif. This is not. This is Isser Kailo. This is included in another Isser called Achaisisha. Yeah? It's a little, little, uh, little tricky. Okay, so in this case, now we're holding a three Isserim. He started over with Eshazach, Eshazish, and he added an Achaisisha. Then, what happened was, Rachel turned into Anida. Turned into Anida. What Isser is that, Rabbi Isai? This is Isser Moisif. Why? Because now, Ruvain, the husband, is also to her. So she, she's the object, right? She's like, we're talking in terms of halacha now. There's food that's Aser, Nevela, that, She's Aser, Rachel's Aser on all the brothers. She was 100% mutter to Reuven. And today she became Aser to Reuven. So the Isser in Rachel grew. She was once Aser to 8 billion and a half people in the world because she's Aishish. Today she's Aser 8 billion and a half plus one, her own husband. Oh, that's Isser Moisif. And that could be added to Navera. Even if you hold Enis or Chalal Isser, even if you hold that you don't apply one iser on top of another iser, but if the, the second iser is larger and greater over here, it's nida, it's a bigger iser, it applies. Great. Says the Gemara in Daf Lamed Aleph, Now, what's the Vasachas? Ach and Ish, they happen together simultaneously. That's how we start out the whole thing. Isser Moisif, we discuss now, that's the Nida. Isser Kailal, we discussed, is the Achay Sishal. Um, so, who's this Tana? Om Rabbi Domarav Remeiri. I found the Tana. The Sanyo. Yesh Oichel Achilo Acha Zuchayavala Arba Chatois Vashamecha. It's possible a person takes a bite, he swallows his food. And by doing so, he's over four Isurim and one Asham. What's the case? If a person who's Tomei, he eats a piece of Chelev, and it happens to be, it's left over of a carbon. You had to eat it in a certain lot of time. You had to put it on the Mizbech in a certain lot of time. And he didn't. And it's Hegdish. I'm going to explain. If it happens to be Shabbos and he's chewing this, and he walks outside with it in his mouth, that's carrying. 
Now, if you're carrying in your mouth, when it comes to Shabbos, we know if anybody learned the Shabbos or Mesech Shabbos, you have to do, you have to do a Hanacha. You have to put it down. You can't just pick something up and carry it. You're not over until you put it down. So where do you put it down? How do you put something down when it's in your mouth? By swallowing it. Taisa says you have to swallow it. So when he swallowed it, he was over on all these surim together. He was eating kachim, he was over on me'ila, he was over on noisar, he was over on chaylev, and he was over on putting down the chayfets in Rosh by swallowing it. So now let's take a look real quickly at what's going on here. The top line says that this animal has a piece of chaylev, a piece of fat that's also to eat, right? Animals have chaylev that you're not allowed to eat. The chaylev was created when the animal was born. So it was there. And that chaylev was chulin. It wasn't hectish yet. It was created on a, whenever it was born, it was chulin. When you go a step down, somebody went ahead and said that this animal's hegdish. It's part of the Beis Okay, so now if you use it, you're over on And if you're over on now he added, that's the Isra Moisif, because until now, the chaylev was usher to eat. But now it became usher bahana. So this piece, I don't know if you saw the edit that Yosef did on the Friday video. I happened to see most of it. I was holding this cup and he turned it into a steak and then he turned it into a piece of pizza. As I said, chocolate cake and turned it into chocolate cake. Fine. I don't want him to do it again, so I'm not going to say anything about chocolate cake. He took this, this, this animal and he made it hegdish. What did he just do? He took this piece, this object, and he added iser to it. Until now, it was mutter bahana. You can take chaylev and, and make soap out of it and do whatever. You can't eat it. You can't consume it. But once it becomes hegdish, you're not allowed to do anything with it. So that's the Isra Moisif. Then this hegdish, they shechted the carbon. They were supposed to eat it within a day and a half, a day, two days, whatever it was. And they let it go for three days. It became noisar. Then it be, so it became more osir now, even to the Mizbeach. What is that called? Moisif. Once again, it's Isr Moisif. I'm adding Isr. I cannot take this meat and put it on the Mizbeach. So I added Isr. Then he became Tomei. This individual became Tomei. So now he's Asr to all the Kachim in the world. What is that called? It didn't add anything to this object. It added more objects to him. It's like more sisters. That's called Isr Kailal. Now we're understanding a little bit more the difference between Kailal and Moisif. Then, today happens to be Yom Kippur. So all the food in the world is Asr. What is that called? So now, he's adding to it. And then it's also Shabbos, which you're not allowed to carry. It's the Isr Vasachas. It's simultaneously this Isr. Fine. So you have a, you have a man, the Omar, called Remeir, who says, it's a Moisev, it's a Koyal, it's a Vasachas. And they told him, they didn't like the fact that he said that you're carrying on Shabbos. We're talking about what? Um, right, but the Vasachas, they're saying the Vasachas is the Yom Kippur and Shabbos. Those two happen together. The, oh, you're saying the carrying on Yom Kippur, why is it Shabbos? I hear we got to look into that, Taka. As Yom Kippur itself, but because it's Shabbos, and Yom Kippur, that is the Bavazachas. So, they say, but 
we're talking about Isra Achila, we're talking about consuming food, and you're talking about Isra carrying, don't mix the two things up, we don't like that last one that you said, fine. But regardless, even they hold that you could add all these Isurim together on one object. Says the Gemara, just a side thing, this is a very Gishmakasugis actually. Now, just as, a, as Agdama, what happens? Very interesting case. Listen to this case. It's amazing. A guy wants to do a big mitzvah. He grabs a baby on Shabbos and does a bris milah. And as soon as the bris milah is over, they tell him, what are you doing? It's the wrong baby. This baby's only seven days old. The question is, he tried to do a mitzvah and it turned into be a big avera. He, 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 you're not allowed to cause somebody to bleed on Shabbos. If you do, you have to bring a chatos by mistake. Over here, it was a, pure, it was a mistake. It was an honest mistake. He was a mild, there's two babies, he grabbed the wrong one. Yeah, it happens all the time in surgery, right? Have you ever been by a surgery like that, by the way? That they cut the wrong limb, they did surgery in the wrong? But it happens all the time, yeah? Chesed Hashem. Happens all the time. So this is a type of a surgery. They did Mila to the wrong. It's not, you have to redo the whole thing. It's like nothing Mila, zero. You have to redo Mila, whatever you have to do, the Atafas Dam. But he tried to do a mitzvah. Are you going to make him bring a carbon? So the Gemara says, Now Reb Meir is a Talmud of who? Who's his Rebbe? Reb Akiva. Who's Reb Akiva's Rebbe? These two. Reb Yeshua and Reb Eliezer. So, now, Rameir must be going according to his Rabbeim. These are like his Rabbeim because they're his Rebbe's Rebbe. According to Rishua, nothing happened. He's Potter. So, over here also, why is it a mitzvah? He tried to get married. He's trying to perform a mitzvah and he took the wrong wife. It's the same exact thing, he's taking the wrong baby. Okay, so it must be that he goes according to the other Rebbe of Rebbe Kiva, Rebbe Eliezer, and he holds that even if you're Toy Bidvar Mitzvah, it comes out the guy and his wife have to bring 16 animals to the Beis HaMikdash because he was over on 40 Surim and she was over 16 Averis. So says the Gemara, Another pshat is loyal. I'm leaving the Rishu. It could be going according to Rishu who says that by a bris milah the moil is completely potter. But over here is different. He's chayev. Why? Kikomer Rishu atobed var mitzvah potter hanemila gabetin oikers. This is money ball. He is in a big rush. He wants to do shmina lemila. He only has one day to do it. Aval hai kivendein zmani ball loy. What's his big rush to get married today? You can get married tomorrow. Be careful. Make sure. I understand that they're identical twins. It's two brothers, we're going to see in the Gemara. It has to be talking about that they're twins, and he, him and his brother are twins, and everybody, it's their birthday, and as a matter of fact, it's such a coincidence, everything there. But chill out, take it easy, make sure you don't grab the wrong one. And if you don't, you're not going to, if you're not going to be very careful, take the wrong one, you have to bring a carbon. This nan, oh, sorry. Kevin, this money ball, like, why are you telling me that has to do with being in a rush? There's another case, very similar case. A person was doing a mitzvah. He was eating truma for a kind. He truma, it's a mitzvah. 
he could eat the truma whenever he wants, because potter, and he's still potter from a carb in the snan. Says the Mishnah, it happens a lot. We had a few in Shir, somebody scream out that, he, that his best friend found out certain things. Like he was, he was going through, uh, he became a Balchuva, and then he f- finds out, oh, by the way, your mother's not Jewish. Yeah. So the guy picked himself up from Mesh, ran away, never came back. So here, this guy is eating truma. Somebody comes over and says, by the way, you're a chalal. Your mother's divorced. You didn't know your mother's divorced? No, I didn't know. I thought I'm a kind of mitzvah. I'm telling you, your mother's divorced. I was there. I saw it. She had to do chalitza. She doesn't want to talk about it. But it's a fact. You're not allowed to eat truma. But he thought he's became a mitzvah. Turns out it's an avera. Does he have to bring a carbon? You have to bring like, like anybody else that eats truma. You have to bring a fifth more. But over here, you're not forced in time. Nevertheless, Rabbi Shua says he's potter. So why are you telling me dafka by Birismila? Because he's forced, he, he's, he's in a big rush. Over here, he's truma. It's not a big rush. And Rabbi Shua still says he's potter. I think it's a tremendous coincidence, Rabbi Yisrael. Here we are, just a few days before Erev Pesach. And the Gemara talks about Erev Pesach. But it happens to be that there's a big surprise on Erev Pesach. The daf, maybe I should not tell anybody, but the daf talks about Mamish Pesach. On Erev Pesach, we're going to see Bezer Hashem. So over here, his Baruch was hinting to us, hi, saying hello to us. We're not talking about a regular guy eating truma. We're talking about a guy eating truma on Erev Pesach. This mano bowl. Now, it happens to be, look at this passage. You have to guard, safeguard the truma. Don't just toss it out. Don't throw it into the chametz pile with all your other chametz and burn it, Erev Pesach. If you can, you're supposed to eat it. So therefore, he's bold. He's in a he's in a he's in a big pretzel, a press for time. What's the lashon? He's in, he's pressed for time. He needs to finish up the pizza, the whole everything, all the chametz from the freezer. That's truma. It's all truma. You ask me why he's so pressed for time. He's pressed for time. It's every pesach. And there's a pasuk that says, "Mishmeres truma isa." You have to safeguard the truma. Don't just throw it throw it out. Says Gemara, So we're talking about who's the Tana? Who says that all these things, you could add all these Averis? You hear? I could add Eishasish and Eishasach and then add on top of that a Chosish, on top of that a Nida. Who's saying it? Now I could say that it goes according to Rib Shimon. Rib Shimon is very hard to. to Rib Shimon, if you remember, Rabbi Yaisi is the one that says, okay, sometimes you say Yisro Chal, Yisro Yichayev too. But Rabbi Shimon says, you always only Chayev one. But even according to Rabbi Shimon, when it happens together simultaneously, then no, no Avera is greater than the other and is more important than the other. You can't say, oh, this Avera, Eshesach is going to work, but, and it's going to push off Eshesish. No, Eshesach and Eshesish happen the same moment, so Yichayev on both. If you could get a chaysisha in there as well on the same moment, you have all three of them. And if she was a nida at the same moment, you have four of them. Because there's not one that could push off the other. And even Reb Shimon will agree to that. Oh, oh. So let's go back. We did this riddle before. 
But let's look at it again from this perspective. When Ruvain marries Rachel on this chart, what is Rachel to Yehuda? What is her? Eshesach, also an Eshesish. Is she an Achois Isha? No. How's, how, how do you become a Isha? If Yehuda marries the sister. So how could it be silent? So let's say Yehuda marries Leah first. So she's a Isha. But Rachel is not an Eshesach or, or an Eshesish. If Yehuda married Leah first, so what's Rachel? Only an Achaisisha. She's not married yet to Ruin. So she's not Eshesish and she's not Eshesach. And if it was like this, Ruvim got married first, so she is a Eshesach, she is a Achaisisha, but she's not a Achaisisha. She's a Eshesach and Eshesish, but she's not a Achaisisha. So how do you have all three of them happen at the same exact second? Either Ruvim married her or Ruvim married his wife. But how do you have... The only way to do it is through a shliach, says the Gemara. That Ruvain and Yehuda sent one shliach to be Mekadish, two sisters. And the two sisters sent one shliach to receive the Kiddushin from that one shliach. So when the one shliach put the money into that other shliach's hand, so both sisters became Mekudoshais at the same exact second. But how did she become a nida that second? How did both of them become a nida? That exact second they became a nida? But there is a trick, says the Gemara. It's possible that the, each one sent a shliach to receive and the shliach, the shliach received it. How is it possible to become? It's very unlikely. Okay, this is very, very likely, this scenario. That you have two sisters marrying two brothers, and the shliach at the shliach, and they got mixed up at the chasana. That all makes a lot of sense. But how in the world is it possible that they became a nida that second? Oh, it is possible. Once we're going to such a far out case, what happened was that the two men, the twins, it was their birthday that day. 13. They just turned 13 that day. And the two girls just became 12 that day. And they were Nida the day before, let's say, a little bit before. So their Nidus goes into when they become Gdailais. They be, as they become G'daylois, they are neither. On the millisecond that they become G'daylois. And in that millisecond that they become G'dayla, their Kedushin is Chal. Because when you're K'tana, you can't receive the Kedushin, you can't, be, you can't make a Shliach. Hold on a second. It all happened at the moment that they became 12 years old and they became 13 years old. Boom! It all happened in one second. It's not that she became a neither then. She was a neither two hours before she became 12. But her body remains Tomei as she becomes a G'dayla. That millisecond she becomes a G'dayla. Yeah. Why do we have to go back to where... Hold on, he's at... What? The being 12 and the boys being 13 have it with the G'dolos. So it's a G'dolos. And then it's the same issue, isn't it? Why do we have to go back to... Oh, it was the birthday, and, the, and they now have... Now they've got Simonim, and, but they're up. Why bother? It's just G'dolos. Yeah, but the,
the, the receiving and everything had to happen at the same time as the nida. Right. How did that happen? They're, they're already nida. They're in nida already. And you're saying... Right. You're saying they're no, both needs before. But he's saying no, but he's saying that the shlichos happen at one second after they were. The iser, okay, time out. The iser here, here's the thing. The iser nida, if they were needs before, then the whole world was ushered to them as a nida. The day before. So you wanted the whole, that these boys. They become also because as G'daylem to them, and they become also to them, so that all has to happen as they become G'daylem and as they become G'daylem. Okay, Zog the Gemara. When did she appoint the Shia? She appointed before, but it doesn't work until after. It takes effect when she becomes Yeah, she, becomes, she only, be, only takes effect when she becomes 12. And the same for the boys. Okay, Nusogya. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're not even talking about we're not even talking about Yibam here. This has nothing to do with Yibam. No, we're not. This is not. This is not a sugi about Yibam. This is a sugi about how many averes could one individual be over as he marries a woman. It looks it's the same cartoons as Yibam and the same Baldwin brothers, but it's not. Did I tell you guys that uh, one of the Baldwin brothers, Shimon, the Baldwin guy, he was in. Minneapolis, I, I should show the picture. A guy comes over and says, could I have a selfie with the Baldwin brother? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Next sogyo. Says the Gemara, So it says in the Mishnah that if you have this mistake, it's a terrible mistake that happens, the, the two wives got, got switched at marriage, now they have to wait three months. Says the Gemara, a woman cannot become pregnant from being with her husband one time. And we're going to see that the reason is because they have psulim. And whatever that the pshat is, the psulim and the beard, they can't, you can't create a pregnancy through that. There were two beers that night. And from the second one, you could become pregnant. Tezayin Chatois, Rebchia says that the 16, plus of a Tartan Havian, if whatever the Pshad is, if there's an awareness in between the two Bias, and then there was a, they forgot, they got mixed up again, whatever. so now you had two Bias, 2 times 16, 32. So why did you say, why did Rebchia say you're only Chayef 16, you should be Chayef 32? Every movement within the Bia is a new Chiyov. Every enjoyment movement, Yechayev. So it's a million, a, a thousand, whatever it is. It's in the Dover Saif. So you have to say, I'm not going to go into how many movements there were. I'm just telling you, for the first movement, sixteen. I'm only talking about the first. You, you want to make a cheshvin? The guy was with her twice, ten times. Okay, so each time, time sixteen. But I'm just telling you about the first time. 
Omele Rovala Rav Nachman, Daflamid Dalit Omid Bays. Sponsored, I got the wrong page here. By Moshe Horn in honor of Jolly Joe Krause and family, and in honor of Ed Kinsbursky, Brian Kinsbursky, and Irene Miller for learning the daf. Says Gemara, Tomer, Babir, Rishon, Yabra. We know that Tomer wanted to be with Yehuda. Why? Her two husbands, Aaron Oynon, died. And she wanted to have a legacy from Yehuda. So she did a one-time trick. She stood in the street, pretended she was a Zaina, and he was with her. But only one time. And she got pregnant. The Gemara understands that even though she was married before, she never had regular Bia. It was always Shalei Kedarka. And if it was an unnatural, then this, this thing remains. That Yehuda was with her once. Yehuda was with her once, and she became pregnant. How is it possible? Here you see a steer to what you say. It's possible to become pregnant from the first time. Tomer knew about this thing. So what she did is she got rid of her psulim by herself. She didn't have psulim, and therefore it's possible to get pregnant then. You had all these women from Rebbe's house. In those days, what happened was they would get married, and the men would travel far away to yeshiva and learn for a long time. We had in Gemara a bunch of times, they'd come home Erev Yom Kippur once a year. So this, these Tzitkaniyas would send their husbands away, but they wanted to perhaps get pregnant right away. It's a sad thing. They'd get pregnant, have a child, the husband wasn't even there for the bris. So what, what did they do? They made sure they, they weren't psulais, so that the, by the first beer they could, they could get pregnant. And they nicknamed them Tamar because Tamar invented this idea. It's like, oh, Tamar did it by yourself. This is another question. What are you telling me that Tamar? Tamar was married to two men before she was with Yehuda. So obviously she didn't have psulim. Obviously it's not her beer. What are you so concerned about? They never had regular beer. It was always shalaki darkon. Says the Gemara, so we had a little bit of the sugya on Nafid Beis about the three women that could be Mishamish B'moich, contraceptive. So 20, we had over there about the first 24 months that the woman nurses her child. 24 months. In those days, they didn't have formula. So imagine, if a baby didn't have formula and the baby can't nurse, the baby goes bye-bye. They would hire people as a whole thing. So in order to prevent the woman from getting pregnant, and as we learned in that sugya, that the pregnancy ruins the milk. So what the, the Gemara is suggesting here is that a person should be mashchazera. In other words, before the act is finished, he should be, he should, the zera should go outside, not inside to impregnate the woman. It's a big shaila. Ramay Shafaiz and I discussed it back then. Why are you allowed to be mashal zera? And this is a yisoid in ashal zera. Why are you allowed to be mashal zera? Because it's pikuach nefesh. If this baby's mother becomes pregnant, the baby will die. 
So I have to take, take action that the mother shouldn't become pregnant. So as for Moshe, so, so don't, be, don't be with her. If the baby's dying, of course, you have to do something. But who told you to be with your wife? So he says, you see for me, you saw it, that when you have to be with your wife, there's a mitzvah and everything else, that's considered for tzorech. That's, that's not levatola. And everything else that you have to do is part of it. So what do you see from here? So, he, so that, my Norma says, on the outside. What do you mean on the outside? To tell a man to do that, then you're acting like Aaron Nainan. And Aaron Nainan got punished by death for doing that. For So what are you supposed to do? So like we learned in that Sugi and Dafyid Beis. Do what you need to do, and Hashem will save you. Back upon him. What's the Gemara's question? You see from here that Ervin Oynan didn't do Shaloi Kedarka. It was Kedarka. And, and then they were Mashkazer and Bachut, but it's regular beer. It's, it's somewhat like Mashkazer and Bachut, but not exactly. Over here we talking about Kedarka. Kedarka, but Ashchos is Zerabachot. So let's talk about the two brothers. One brother says specifically in the Torah, Veshiches Arza. He was Mashchis, he destroyed a seed. Ela er minola, but what happened with her? What do, how do we know he did the same avera? Him also, he's in the same category as his brother Er. For the same reason he died. Loy with an aleph, loy with a vav, because he realized that it's not going to be named. We're talking about this mamash yibum. This yibum. What happened? Er dies without any children. Ainan marries his sister-in-law because of Yibam. And then he realizes, wait a minute, it's not, it's not, it's not cool. This kid that's going to be produced here is not going to be my child. He's going to be named, the whole purpose of Yibam is to lachim shem lachiv, that the, the, the dead brother should have a, a, a continuation, remembrance. I don't want that, he says. Ainan says, I don't want it. Says the Gemara. So we understand why he was Mashchazera. He didn't want to impregnate her. But what's Er's reason? Why did Er, who's first married to Tamar, why did he do it? He didn't want her to become pregnant and that will diminish her beauty. That's what it was. And for that he was mashchazera, and for that he was killed. Tanra Abanan. Oisa, okay, let's take a look at this pasuk for a second. V'isho asher yishkav ish oisa shichvazera v'rochatzu b'mayim v'tamu adar. This is halacha. Anytime a man is with his wife, they become tamei. This week, parshas mitzayra, perik tezvav pasuk yitches. This week's parsha, they have to go to the mikvah. They become tamei, go to the mikvah. Now. There's two things here. The actual zera is 
has the ability to be metamah people. You touch it, you become tummy. But even without that, just be alone makes a person tummy. But it says in the Pasuk, Isa in red. Isa is, is a miyot. Not every woman that you're with, you have to go to the mikvah. There's one woman not. Who's that one woman? Prat Kala. Kala, you don't have to go to the mikvah. Says the Gemara, the Chacham Prat is not the natural way of bia. And Emela, it doesn't require mikvah. Hun Rav Nachman's son, his name was Hun. Now, don't forget, it's very, it's an amazing thing. And every time I think about it, I go off a stickle on it. That Akash Baruch he braided Chavas here. She was a Kala, and he made her look beautiful. He himself came down, braided her hair, put on her makeup, and, and, and sent her to the Chuppah. But there's people that are more from than Akash Baruch and they pay money that the Kala shouldn't pay. I'm not joking. This is an organization. If a Kala doesn't wear makeup, you get $1,000 in Eretz Israel. $1,000. More from. Every time I think about it, it drives me crazy. But anyway. So, he's asking like in a joke kind of thing. He's asking his father, what? Akash Baruch didn't want the Kala to go to the mikvah so it's going to ruin her makeup? Why is a Kala different than everybody else? Doesn't make sense. Why does a Kala get, get, not have to go to the mikvah? Yeah? The, the Torah is, is concerned about the, the, the makeup of the Kala? So if you look in the Pasuk, it says, that it's that has the ability. What kind of bia do you go to the mikvah? A bia that has the ability to make the woman pregnant. But since she's a kala and she can't become pregnant from the first bia, so melo she's not. That's not shichva zera. It doesn't fit into the pasuk of shichva zera. Marty, what are you? What are you scratching at? It doesn't fit into the science. Yeah. Okay. Says the Gemara, but Michael Mifligi, Rabbanon Savi Shikva Zera Prat. You don't know that for a fact because maybe they didn't have psulim. Maybe all these those twelve year olds that come to the hospital today and this and that they didn't have psulim or whatever. But Michael Mifligi, I was just thinking as I'm learning it now, it might be the biggest shduskasha. So I didn't want to say it, but I'm going to say it anyway. Like we know that Yaakov Avinu, it says that Reuven was racious oini koichi. It was his first zera. So. How does that work exactly? I thought it was the beer. I thought for some reason Ruvain was the. Um, okay, my Chavrusa, if he hears this question, he's going to go crazy on me. Like, well, I'm sure you don't see Rashi says before. Okay, whatever. Sorry, sorry for asking. Rabbanu Sarvi Shikhozer Prad Lara. Lara means the, the start of the beer. So over there, the, the first motion, the first, the beginning, there's no, Rashi says, either in Shika, just touching, or it just means a little, but at the end of the day, there's no zera there. So in Meila, that you don't, that you don't go to the mikvah. Shilva zera prat ra, oisa prat le shaloy kedarka. So for shaloy kedarka also, no, it doesn't make you tummy that you need to go to the mikvah. Review the savar, shaloy kedarka ba ra, mishilva zera nafka. 
At the end of the day, if you think about it, Shloike Darko cannot impregnate a woman, so male is not included in Sheikh Vazera. And Ara also, for the same reason, is not considered, it can't be included in the word Sheikh Vazera. So male, both of them are from that exclusion of Sheikh Vazera. And what do you do with the word Oisa? Oisa have another miot prat lekalo. Says the Gemara, Kiyosa Rabbin on Rav Yochan on Kosher Shah Soacher Balo. Esrashani, Vini says, Now this also, Marty, you're not going to like this, but it might have explanations in today's science. If you, if a woman is a widow for 10 years, and then she gets married after 10 years, Shuv any of letters. She can't get, she can't, she can't give birth again. What's the Nafkimina? Nafkimina, if a person doesn't have any children, and he's chayv in Puravu. He shouldn't marry that woman. She's an Akara. Wait a minute. Let me qualify what, you, what we just said. It's not Stam a woman who didn't get married. Not every woman. A woman who doesn't want to get married. But a woman who's going in Shiduchim and she's thinking about getting married, she doesn't lose the ability to have children. So this is the famous story we learned a number of times that the daughter of Chizda, when she was very young, she was sitting on her father's lap, on Rav Chizda's lap, and she said, you see these two Talmidim of yours, Rav and Rami Barchama? I'm going to marry them both. So Rav said, I want to be second. In other words, he, he realized that if she's marrying both, and what she's saying is Nevoah, which in fact was, let me at least live. I want to be second. Okay. So what happened was, she marries Rami Barchama. And Rami Barchama was nifter. And they read her shiduchim, upon shiduchim, and she says, no, no, no. Because Rava was still married. And she didn't want, she knew that she's going to be marrying Rava. So eventually she marries Rava. And they have a child. And Rava tells her, you know, the daughter of Chizda, my wife, Komerani Rabbanon Basraich. Rabbanon are saying that you, since you were widowed for more than 10 years, how is it possible that you had a child afterwards? It must be, you must have been with some other men some, sometime in between. What are you talking about? I was thinking about you the whole time. I'm not in that category. And what were Rabbanon thinking? Rabbi said, what were Rabbanon thinking? What business did they have to think? Maybe she really wanted to get married and she couldn't find... So they say, because Rabbanon saw, they gave her the best shiduchim in the world. One Talmud Chacham after another. And she kept on saying, no, 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 no. So they said, wait a minute. She doesn't want to get married. So what do you mean she was thinking about getting married? She wasn't thinking about getting married. She kept on knocking the shiduchim. But little did they know that she had a nevuah. She had a, like a Ruch HaKadosh thing going on, and she knew she's going to marry Rava one day. And she tells Rava, don't worry about it. I, I was thinking about you. I was keeping you in mind. And in Mela, I could have children. Ahid asked the Kamei Rav Yosef the story that a woman came, comes to Rav Yosef. Omerloi, Rebbe, Anoshi Yisi, Acharbali, Eser Shonevi What Chacham say is bogus. I'm a living example of a woman who didn't have a husband for 10 years, I got married uh, 12 years later, and I had a child. So the Gemara doesn't know what they're talking about. Huh? Science is right. The Gemara doesn't know what they're talking about. Omar Law, Biti, Al Toitzi, Laz Al Dibi Chachamim. 
Why are you saying things like that? You, what you're saying is making the Gemara look wrong. You know the truth. I'm sorry, you're right, I lied. I was actually with a guy. Now the Ritva says that she wasn't really with a guy. But she had a taiva for a guy. She had a neighbor, she had her eye out on him. Now, as we, as we just said with Rava, with Rava's wife, you don't have to be with somebody, all you need to do is think about somebody, and that's enough to give you the ability to, to have a child. Omer Shmuel. Any woman that was ever married and she wants to remarry has to has to um, has to wait for three months. There was a woman in Atlanta by Feldman, Emmanuel Rebbe Emmanuel Feldman, I think his name was, and she got she got divorced. And he told her at the divorce, he says, "Listen, by the way, you're getting divorced. You cannot get married for three months." So she put up a big fight. She goes, you guys are, are uh, whatever the word is. How come a man can get married? My husband, my ex, get married today. And I have to wait three months. This is not fair. You rabbis, you're anti-women, blah, 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 the whole thing. So he looked at her and he said, listen, could your husband get pregnant today? No. Could you? Yes. Oh, that's why. Because the problem is we need to... Be certain who the father is. That's all it is. It's all, it's, oh, yeah, now I have. It's about being sure that the Vlad is the new husband and not the old husband. There are two women in the world that don't have to wait three months. And that is a Giyores and a, a, a slave that was freed. Ktana. So what does that come to exclude? If I ask you, and, and who, who does have to wait three months? A Jewish girl who is a Ketana. There's only two Ketanas that don't have to wait. A Giyaris and a Meshukhraris. But everybody else, even a Ketana Yisrael. And now that's a big problem with our Mishnah. Because in our Mishnah it says that if they're Ketanas, a Jewish Ketana doesn't have to wait. They can marry, they can bring... The wife switched at the chuppah. Tomorrow they go back to the real husbands because they're ketanas. Now the Gemara says, What's the story? Remember the story of Mion. That a mother marries off her daughter when she's still 10 years old. So Chacham said, since the whole Kiddushin is only a Durabaran Kiddushin, the girl could just say to the husband, I don't want to be with you. In that case, she has to wait three months. Now it's very gishmak. Why? Why does a ketana have to wait three months? She can't be pregnant. She's a ketana. So why does she have to wait three months? Gzeira. Because people are going to get confused between a ketana and gedayla. But over here in Mion, when it comes to Mion, who could do Mion? Only a ketana. So there's nothing to get, to get confused with. They'll say, she's a ketana, she didn't mew, and she doesn't have to wait. Vibe get, and if you're talking about it, just a regular get, and she, she's, she's 10 years old, and her husband gave her a get. Harman Shmuel, Harman Shmuel, he already said this, Allah, why does he have to repeat it? Harman Shmuel, Miano, boy, she didn't mew, and it's Rikhalad, and she's a 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 Rikhalad, and she's
So we already know this halacha, that if somebody gives a get to she doesn't have to wait three months. Why did he repeat it? Ela biznus, we're talking about she's mizana. And if she's mizana, Kamshwan says that she has to wait three months. In fact, the whole point of waiting three months is to, to be certain that she's not pregnant from the first guy, or if she is, at least we know who the baby's from. But we know that she can't become pregnant. We have to make the difference, we have to make exerit between her so we don't get confused between her and Egdala. Says Gemara, because reading Tanam Shung Doyla, is there such a thing that Xero of Atnan? We learned the Mishnah, Moyuk Tanam Shayn, and Ruiz Leyled, Machzir Rosmiyad. It says in our Mishnah, we don't make Xero. If they made a swisheru by the Chuppah, say, oops, boo boo. Tomorrow they go back to, the, to their husband, you don't have to wait three months. Because the Ktanas, if the Ktanas. Omra, Gidam Rav, our Mishnah was a one-time story. There's a crazy story. There's a switcheroo. They happen to be brothers. They happen to be sisters. They happen to be the whole thing. And Chacham said, you know what? Because the Ketan is, and, and they happen to be 10 years old, that fine. So what? You tell me the story happened. If it's a rush, if it was a special Halacha, for that minute, that means the story happened. It didn't really happen. It was a one-time thing. It's like, it's, it's, not a, it's like we are giving a temporary halacha uh, response. But at the end of the day, because this whole story is so improbable, it's never going to happen, the story, that two brothers married two sisters and they got switched at the chuppah, the whole thing... So therefore, there's no xeris in such a case. We only make xeris when it's going to happen. But this case is not going to happen. Have a wonderful evening, a wonderful week. We'll see you tomorrow. Be'ez Hashem here in Chicago, live at 8 o'clock p.m. Chicago time. Have a wonderful week.